visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Here we go. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast, my friends. Uh, We're glad that you're here with us. It is Monday and we meet with you here every Monday to talk about the joy of homemaking. We never complain. We never share crass stories. Um, (laughs) We always have it together here. (laughs) Always, always. Like just now when we're like, hey, neither of us is actually recording this. So (laughs) thankfully we didn't come up with like we were just talking about like redoing our introduction and thankfully we didn't come up with like a really new great one and then find out that it wasn't recording that'd be awesome yeah it's true it's true how are you today my friend I'm good I'm I'm keeping a really steady pace it's a big week it's a there's you know every quarter I have this week where I'm getting the magazine out and that's just like on top of you know YouTube and the podcast and homeschool and uh, the heifer got out today, so that was fun. <laughs> She's in heat, and she wants everyone to know it. <laughs> wow. I mean, you would have thought there was a rodeo in the orchard, the way yeah. she was bucking and frolicking. And it's really incredible to see an animal that big get air. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just talked about that on my blog last week. I was like, if y'all have ever seen a cow get out, they get so proud of themselves. Oh, she's like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. They know they're being naughty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We had to, we tried and then she charged it at Julian and I'm like, yeah, call your dad. Uh I'm not doing this Mm -hmm. because he's, he's their, their little, they have this little love relationship, those two. And so he goes up to her. He's like, what are you doing? Get. (laughs) Like, So he saved the day because we're out there just Freezing, yeah. You know, like taking twine and acting like it's like the electrical fence, you know, to kind of get her to go back. And her nose bumped it. I'm like, oh crap! Yeah. Now she and then knows. she bumped it again, and she looked at me like, I'm on to you. <laughs> They're so smart. I mean, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny. I love the little adventures of farming. I mean, mm-hmm. after the fact, mm-hmm. it's not fun when you're actually chasing the animals. No, it's not. <laughs> How are you? <sighs> Pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Your hair's long. Well, it's also quite messy. I we're going to talk about cleaning today. We've been talking about working backwards this season, mm-hmm. setting a goal, and then putting into practice the step that we need to get to that goal. Right. And one of my goals this winter was to get my kitchen a little bit more whipped into shape. Mm -hmm. That's what I started doing today. So I look like I've been in the bottom of a sink drain because I have been. Do you want to know how many minutes I've spent cleaning steel-cut oatmeal out of sink drains today? (laughs) Probably like 12. It's disgusting. Sink drains. (sighs) 
for those of you who have a garbage disposal, just I know count your blessings, name them one by one, because I can't imagine just I can't. Mm-mm. It's forever with the eggshells and the goobers and the soggy pasta. No matter how many times you say scrape your food into the garbage or into the chicken scraps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it. it I go back and forth. I go, I get my kitchen nice and clean. And then I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. how could this ever get so dirty? Just pick up after yourself and let like just, you know, wipe off your counter when you're done or wash your dishes as they come. And then I think, oh, I can surely I can keep this in order forever. I'm capable. Right. And then it takes a really. (laughs) I mean, I. I've noticed this week, just like I said, I have a really busy work week. Um, I'm so I'm not cleaning as much. Like I'm putting away because I'm neurotic about that. But like actually, the vacuuming, the right. dusting, you know. And I looked around yesterday, and I, I thought, wow, this is three days of you just taking your foot off the gas, just a little, just bit. a little. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, you 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 led with like that you had decided this year to just like dial it in in the kitchen and just being your friend like I know you I've heard you do that you know you're on the phone you're like this is my kitchen day this is my kitchen day once a week I know you have a big day where you just go to town on the kitchen so that's the hair today's town day for the kitchen today's no mascara day today's no hair day because I knew I'm gonna shower tonight after yeah what goes down goes down (laughs) it just has to get worse before it gets better Right. And I'm really excited to actually talk about this today because this is this was the day for me to spend in my kitchen. And it's just, man, it's the heartbeat. It's the hub. It's the foundation of so many things that we do as homemakers, you know, from the food to the entertainment to the like the nourishment aspect of things. There's just mm-hmm. a lot that goes on from that room. And so I try to right. cover it with grace like. You're doing a lot. You're doing great. It's yeah, there's going to be crushed eggshells in the bottom of the sink. You're going to have to clean out your fridge from the like goopy jam jars that pool up in the bottom. And that's okay. Right. But what happens over time is that even when you're cleaning and even when you're tending to these things, like I, I was trying to message you this today as I was cleaning. You ever notice in the kitchen how like stuff just sort of finds its way to the floor and all of a sudden you're like what is going on in here yeah what is that about it's like all of a sudden all the cutting boards are like stacked on the floor oh (laughs) that kind of stuff you know i thought you meant like shay and you're like can we just lift everything up can we just what's it's like i don't it i don't understand it it actually it's a thing it is in a our thing. family. It's like the the Dutch ovens, right. the cutting right. boards, the big heavy skillets that people are just like, I guess, too lazy to raise up another six inches yep. and put in a drawer yep. or something. It is. I'm like, I'll walk into the kitchen sometimes after people have helped. I say, you know, this isn't the way we do things. Right. Like, have you ever been to somebody's house and just seen stuff stacked on the floor? <laughs> That's not the way things are done. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm so like I've never heard anybody else say that. I thought it was just us. <laughs> no, it just happens. It's like yeah. over the course of, you know, I 
pick everything, lift it, put it on the shelves, put it away, and then it just (laughs) over the course of time. And, you know, this is winter. This is the only opportunity that I have to like, like I haven't painted my kitchen ceiling in probably five or six years which is a long time in farm kitchen ceiling time <laughs> with no hood with no hood mine is like it's like grease bespeckled cobwebs oh it's <laughs> in the beams and the beams are cedar so it's like just clinging yeah, to sure. the wood sure it's so gross yep yeah we have some rearranging to do uh yesterday we or last week rather we went to seattle and you know it's just funny like Stu and I are just country bumpkins. We go into the city and we, you know, and we're both just like, (gasps) get us out of here. Like, There's too many people, too many cars. Mm -hmm. Like, are we going to be robbed? I don't know. Um, Seattle's a little nuts right now. But we went over there to pick up our backsplash. Nowhere Mm -hmm. where I live sells marble. And we already had marble countertops. So we really needed to kind of match what we already had going on and that meant a trip to Seattle to go and pick it up. So it's taken us six years to get it. By golly, she's here laying on the floor in my office. So we're of course she is. Of course she's on the floor. So I'm really excited to get that put up. And you know, there's just these so we've had these weird little and I know that everyone who's listening to this has something like this in their home where you're just like, oh, we'll just put a vase in front of that. So no one sees that outlet. That I do that in my bathroom because the, <laughs> the the baseboard isn't connected yet. So if I put a plant right in front sure. of it, Hides you it. can't see that it's just propped up against the wall. Exactly. That's the kind yeah. of stuff I'm talking about. Like I have very strategically placed spice jars. our walls are very old and very uneven super difficult to put wallpaper on so like i have a few pockets of wallpaper that are a little shoddy and like you always said it photographs really beautifully and i love my kitchen i have so much Mm -hmm. that i love in there and i enjoy but over time dirt and grime they like accumulate don't they in the kitchen yeah and you're no, like I've, I've gone so far i know you have tiles so you couldn't do this i don't think but like i take my dough scraper to the floor oh totally <laughs> and that's another thing what goobers are we dropping that become one with the wood planks and then like black fuzz just accumulates it's like I clean my floor. How fast does this happen? Yeah. Does this cement? So I took my dough scraper the other day. I was like, and I went a little crazy and just scooped out a chunk of wood. <laughs> like, whoops, dang it. <laughs> well, that looks really clean. Let's <laughs> just scrape it all down. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the reality. Kitchens are, they are a garden. They're never the same twice. They are. Right. It's a place of ebb and flow and of movement. And there's a lot going on there. So we're going to deep dive mm-hmm. kind of into that today and talk about working backwards, how we can position our kitchens, design our kitchens, clean our kitchens, um, and really clean our houses in a, yeah. in a good way that makes us be able to kind of hold our head a little bit higher as a homemaker and be like, hey, look, hey, 
it might not be straightened because that gets undone really quick. But cleaning is a different story. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't quite decide what I like more. I mean, what I appreciate more when it's done. Uh, because I ha- I hate stuff. I just, the older I get, the more I hate stuff. What do you mean, I hate stuff? stuff? I hate stuff laying around. I hate papers. Oh. I hate keys. Okay. I hate pens. I hate ratty scraps of parchment paper that didn't make it into the garbage. Yeah. Erasers that have been chewed off the ends of pen. I just can't stand stuff laying around. I like everything in order. I'm definitely getting um, more particular. I've definitely gotten more particular. I mean, I've always been, but I can just feel it. Yeah. Like I... I just go through and I'm like, I just put everything away. I'm like, just everything, go. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's one of the joys of having things clean is that you can just go through and pick up, which is so different. And, and vice versa. And if vice it's versa. picked up, you can <laughs> actually clean. <laughs> yes. You know? All right. Well, before you know, we like, deep dive into clean homes today, we want to uh, thank our season sponsor, Toops & Co., so you can visit them at tubesandco.com and you can shop for all your natural, organic skincare and makeup needs there. I just did an order today. If you're wondering what's in my basket. I do. I want to know. <laughs> the tinted lip balm is really wonderful. Um, so it's a tallow-based chapstick that has just a little bit of color in it, which is really nice for wearing around the house. I wear Blushing Bride lipstick color. Um, it's a great one. And the red wine is a great one as well. We are supposed to be rescuing the art of homemaking here on this podcast in red lips. So give that red yep. wine a try. Of course, the tallow bar. Um, have you seen these new body oils that Emily now offers? So there's a oh, citrus one, a blossom one, a vanilla and mm-hmm. almond one. Really, really. Oh. What? I didn't know there was vanilla, vanilla and almond. Vanilla and almond. I love almond body products. Mm-hmm. Um, way back in the day, do you remember the store H two O? No, at the mall. No, okay. I would probably have been at a Seattle mall, um, but they had this these almond products, and they had gold shimmer in them, and that smell. It was just like you, you know, those fungi like Watkins uh, vanilla and stuff like that. That's like at flea markets. I think they're Watkins spices, but they're, it just smells like almond extract. Right. Just, oh my gosh. I love that smell so much. Yeah. I've been known one. to put almond expert extract in my bathtub just for the record. Well, there you I go. The smell. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can visit tubesandco.com and have fun shopping around there. Really incredible plot products with really incredible ingredients. And you can use the coupon code homemaker. 10 for 10% discount. Um, there's direct links to Tubes & Co. as well and all of our uh, sponsors over on our Instagram, Homemaker Chic Podcast. Oh, I just pulled it up. Oh, I even put little songs to them. Oh, you songs can do that the... now? I did. I've got I've got uh, Red Red Wine is on our Dry Farms well, okay, swipe there you go. one. And then Sweet Look Dreams you, is on American Blossom. Oh, no, they're really fun. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, let's just say thank you to everybody Okay. that we're supposed to. Okay. So thank you to American Blossom. This is their little Instagram highlight, and it's got their coupon code there, which is homemakerchic20 for 20% off. 
beautiful linens, towels, pillows, blankets, American-grown cotton, fabulous, fabulous quality. The sheets, if you like vintage bedding, like how soft they are, you're going to love the sheets because that's what happens. They just get softer with each washing. And you can visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com, Homemaker Chic 20 for a beautiful 20% off. Um, mm-hmm. Who else are we going to say thank you to? House of Tokumen. House of Tokumen. Um, so, they've been with us for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful for Annabelle's expertise. So she's helping me work on some stair runners right now. And okay, she offers the kind of service that you wish you could have gotten from stores or that you still could get from stores rather. So I'm like, okay, here are my measurements. Here's kind of the style I'm looking for. Help me. (laughs) She really like goes above and beyond to kind of help you piece together these really incredible heirloom rugs. So you can visit her website at hotrugs.net or follow along with her over on Instagram, House of Tokumen. That's a great place to find her because she does a lot of rug education there, how to Mm -hmm. clean them, how to maintain them, how to patch them, how to keep them from rolling if you have an issue with that. So tons of great uh, information there about your rugs. Yeah, and her Homemaker Chic discount for our audience is Homemaker 25. So that's there you go. pretty legit. There you yeah. go. All right. And lastly, we want to thank a Survival Seed Company. So I have started my first seeds. I've got some of my greens going, even though it's going to be seven degrees here this week. Lame. I haven't started anything, and I just keep telling myself, it's okay. It's Fine. It's okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> but this is a, a really great place for you to shop for heirloom open pollinated seeds. You can keep the seeds every year, learn how to seed save. Or if you're not interested in that at all, that's okay. Just grow these really incredible, really proven varieties of heirloom vegetables <coughs> and They have different flowers, pollinator (coughs) mixes, that kinds of stuff. So they've put them together in really um, easy to use and manage packages. So the homesteader package is a great, um, the home gardener one. There's some really wonderful combinations of seeds and they're less than a dollar a packet. So it's a really great way for you to get the whole shebang all in one pop. You can't even get garbage seeds at the store for less than a dollar. No, and these ones have really great germination rates. Yeah, so that's great. Yeah. Yeah, and all this is over on Instagram, yep, and yep, welcome yep, to yep. all of our new Instagram followers, because we just hit 14K over on oh, the podcast Oh, jeez. So. This is Dang. a lot of responsibility. Um, I was talking to my tech <laughs> company the other day. I have this tech support mm-hmm. team that have been with me for years and years, and they just helped me to field off hackers and back things up appropriately and uh, edit code and things that I'm just not capable of. And I was trying to connect my merch to my Instagram, my merch store to my Instagram. And I was just like, I I feel like every time I meet with them, I have to say, I'm sorry. I swear I'm not that old. I'm not mentally incompetent, but I need your help. Like I cannot figure this out again and then Mm -hmm. i said hey is any am i the oldest one here like does anyone else feel old like this is anyone over 36 in this group and like the zoom call just goes quiet oh god and i was like all right well so i guess you'll have to help me but i was having the conversation with them about how difficult it is and how stupid and what a waste of a life it is to be like i can't keep up with technology You know how Instagram now, they want you to like post like some weird status update in your messages. 
Have you guys seen yeah, this? Yeah, I saw that. I've, I've been seeing, I tried it a few times last week. I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. But for what? what I you? don't know. I don't know. And I I don't l- then I looked. I'm like, this isn't even going to everyone. This is going to people who follow me and I follow them. Like, so. So why don't just you just wait. text me then? Like, why? Yeah. And I, I understand the point of it. Yeah. There's so many I things like that. So now you can more, put now you can know. put music when you just post on Instagram, even if it's not a reel, which I'm seriously cannot even. I'm trying. Oh, and now like, they're now they're like poop. No, now reels are back in where they belong. What do you mean? Now, Ami Lee said like the CEO or somebody said now they're going to give. They heard us and they're going to give photographs attention. Oh, sure, now. sure. Let me just chase that carrot. Make them a nuts. I mean, but they're yay. like, here, post this picture. And what what music would you like for the soundtrack for your still image? I'm like, none. People are scrolling. What you're gonna just? It's like a schizophrenic. Here's 12 seconds of this song and two and a half seconds well, yeah, of this when you, song. When you have the volume on, like I keep mine off, right? Because otherwise, it's like bleh, bleh, bleh. Like as you're as you're scrolling, it's like my brain's gonna pop. <laughs> Then if something lo- something looks interesting, then I'll go like boop right. to see if there's right. something I want to hear. Yeah. I don't get it, you guys. I mean, we talk, we joke about being old fashioned. This is how it happens. This is oh, how yeah. it happens. You're like, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Julian is reading his history book the other day and he comes to me and he just looks really grieved and burdened. I said, buddy, are you okay? What's what's going on, Mom? They people left the farms. They left the farms and moved to the city, and it was dirty. Why would they do that? He's like, I go. Are you reading about the Industrial Revolution, sweetheart? He's like, Yes, and it's just making me sad. And then a few minutes later, he comes to me. He goes, How do you pronounce this? Luddite. I'm like Luddite. <laughs> like, that is a really good word. Your mama really likes that Julia one. Julia never runs away from home. You know where to find him. <laughs> In the woods with a hatchet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's what I've kind of landed on with mm-hmm. how I grapple with some of these thoughts. I know a lot of you share them. Um, the world is complicated. Advancement mm-hmm. is complicated. Everything has a bite to it. So I, I fear that with that idea, like, oh, I that idea. Don't know where that came from. That idea. <laughs> <laughs> with this idea that, oh, I can't manage this new Instagram thing or you know, there there was a lot that was lost with the Industrial Revolution. Those sorts of thoughts can be seen as regressive. Like somehow you're saying we need to go back to insert any era that you make an argument mm-hmm. for that you think was mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. To which I would, you know, like we've talked about this, but like Stu and I would have both been dead in a, in yes. any other time. We would have already both yeah. died. So I'm not regressive in that sense. I just think it's like, let's just take this as the homemaker. What we bring in needs to make sense. 
It needs to have benefit. We're not just going to devour it all and just say, yeah, this is all good for me and for my home, whatever it is. Right. It's more, it's new, it's advanced. We actually have to like practice discernment. <laughs> just, yeah, just and, and just slow down. <laughs> easy. Easy. Easy killer. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. I don't even remember why we were talking about that. Sorry. I don't either. Sorry. But I do know what you mean. Sometimes people can hear what we say, especially if we're having like a more romantic conversation about it. Like, right. oh, you just want to go back in time and right. put us all back in a box. And like, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Have you been to AmericanBlossomLinens.com lately? When you do, here's what I want you to remember. Homemaker Chic 20 because that is the coupon code you need for 20% off the linens you need to run your home. I'm talking about heirloom quality sheets, woven with American grown cotton, softer with each washing. These are our favorite sheets. As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. And you'll find the most plush towels, plus blankets, duvets, and even pillows. American Blossom Linens is the company Shay and I partner with in our homes for top quality, invest once linens. Woven to last a lifetime. That's right, invest once and never again with American Blossom Linens. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 for 20% off your entire purchase. We want to dress our home in accessories with a story, with quality accessories that have meaning, and for sure accessories that are not headed for the landfill. A huge concept on this show is Better Not More, and our sponsor, House of Tokuman, exemplifies this idea. Visit hotrugs.net if you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that don't survive your lifestyle. Dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokuman. I'm a designer, okay? I want you to look at your home. Where does it need some style infusion? Nothing is as timeless as a Persian rug. And here's a designer tip. You will give your home an instant professionally designed look when you add a Persian rug. They elevate your space instantly. And they're so versatile. You can move them all over the house and they are made to withstand real life. That means they're able to withstand your pets, your kids, your spills, and your traffic patterns. So get to know House of Tokuman over on Instagram. And then when you're ready, use this exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off this investment into the fabulous style of your home. You're guaranteed a -a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies or replicas. House of Tokuman is at hotrugs.net. That's hotrugs.net and use our coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off your full-sized rug. Homemakers, do we have something special for you? We are so excited to announce Branch Basics as a sponsor of this season's podcast. There's a link below the show to shop. Use the code HOMEMAKERCHIC for 15% off all their starter kits. Here's how it works. You get one cleaning concentrate for everything. Branch Basics has a wonderful cleaner that is non-toxic, hypoallergenic, free of fragrances, hormone disruptors, preservatives, and is baby and pet safe. This cleaner is really, really clean. It's also incredibly cost-effective. You get multiple reusable bottles, your choice of plastic or glass, that you fill with different dilutions of the cleaner concentrate. 
you can use this cleaner concentrate for counters and floors, laundry, bathrooms, dishes, and more. When you run out, you get a new bottle of the cleaner concentrate, refill all your bottles to the appropriate dilution, and keep cleaning. If you're looking for a way to detox your cleaning habits and make cleaning enjoyable and simple, visit the link below the show, Shop Branch Basics, and use the code HOMEMAKERCHIC, all one word, for 15% off. Yeah, it's... uh... It's complicated, and isn't it even more funny that we're in a time where you don't even have to say to somebody, I think what you're doing is wrong. Just by you doing something different, it's automatic, automatically wrong, or, or you're saying something against them. So you bump into this yeah. as a homemaker. When I decided to For stay sure. home, it was like it, it was like an, seen as an aggressive attack on any woman who worked outside the home. And I was like, I'm not even saying yeah. anything like that. We just made a decision for our family. But that decision alone is seen as confrontational. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I got that a ton with home birth. Of oh, course. sure. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm like, I didn't a- I didn't I didn't ask. It's OK. <laughs> I hate the expression you do you. But like for real. Have you ever seen that Jim Gaffigan skit about this? When he's like, my wife and I considered home birth, but we wanted our baby to live. Yeah. <laughs> so- I, I love that one. She was pregnant with her fourth while I was pregnant with my fourth when he did that. And then that's when he did that. What is it like to have four kids? Yeah. He goes, just pretend you're <laughs> drowning and someone hands you a baby. Yeah. I remember where I was the first time I heard that sketch, yeah. and I just cried laughing. Yeah. That was so funny. Yep, yeah. and the hospital uh, hospital gown bit that he does about how his wife puts mm. on this hospital gown that somebody died in yesterday. <laughs> right. I mean, just so funny. Oh, humor. <sighs> what a yeah. lost thing. Okay, so okay. these, I'm assuming you were ruminating on these things Sorry. whilst cleaning your kitchen. I do, yes. <laughs> Let's come back around. <laughs> Let's bring it back around to the topic. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm so happy to do this might be. I love cleaning my house. I, I, I do too. delight I, in the tasks that we have here as mm. homemakers. I love it. Yeah. I just don't like picking up other people's crap. Well, no, that's all. <laughs> No, I'm kind of mean about it now. Actually, I just throw it in their room. I'm like, there you go. My rooms are too far away. <laughs> that would be way too far to travel. As you could almost do it from your I kitchen. I could just slingshot like just it. Good <laughs> angle this way and ricochet that way. Um, for the first time, when my kids were little, I did have help in cleaning my house. Not the first five years of having kids because we couldn't afford it but as soon as we got a little bit more i was like this is what i would like to prioritize in our Mm -hmm. budget so we didn't Mm -hmm. go on trips we didn't like drive fancy cars we didn't do but we did pay for house cleaners to come in i think at that point it was like twice a month which was a huge help to us. I felt like mm-hmm. I had to get over the self-deprecating, you're a loser who can't manage this well. You know how we like to beat ourselves up like that. But um, for the first time now, our youngest is six. I feel like I'm actually, I'm doing it. I'm like actually able to 
for the most part, stay on top of a clean house. Mm -hmm. And do you think that's, um, I'm assuming that's a culmination of things, you know, combination. It's not big time. It's not just, you know, doing the hard thing or being responsible. It's got the age, you know, the capability of the older kids. And then, you know, the whole show is about the art of homemaking. That's what we, that was our tagline when we started rescuing the art of homemaking. So you get better at art. <laughs> you know, you an art an art an artist, you know, when you see somebody like I heard this once, that when you see somebody playing the piano or somebody painting something really beautiful, like somebody's a master in their category that you're looking at like 15 to 18,000 hours of practice mm -hmm. behind that. So why why would we think that we couldn't get better at what we do within our home? I am extremely more efficient at running my home and cleaning up than I was even five years ago. I just feel like like you're sort of saying like things are just clicking and I, I don't know if that's the intention. I don't know if that's, um, again, kids getting older, there's still lots of them. Um, and and the sh even the benefit of the show, like, this is on my mind. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I want to be good at doing it because I'm going to then once a week sit behind this microphone, but I'm much better at it, much more efficient, much more diligent, not nearly as overwhelmed by it. Um, I mean, definitely, you're going to get better. Right. I think any homemaker listening right now, like, just know, like, just keep going. You're going to get better at it. You're going to develop different methods. You're going to develop different approaches as to like when you do things like recently in the last six months or so, you made yourself that calendar mm -hmm. where you do a certain room on a certain day. And that's just what you do. And you've let go of this idea of the housekeeper day where the housekeepers come and they do the whole house in one fell swoop and it looks great all at once. And you've let go of that. And now you diligently detail a room per day or something. I'll let you mm -hmm. do that. But I, you know. So that's a newer method for you. And so we do, we, we change, we develop, we find new products. You know, we've got a new sponsor on the show, Branch Basics. You get like products that you get you motivated. We talked last week about how something can just, whether it's new yoga pants for your workout right. or whatever, can just kind of keep you excited or in the zone with a particular task. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it's <laughs> crucial. And, and I think if homemakers could take a step back and really look at their situation, if you have an eight to five and you have extracurricular mm. commitments at night, your schedule of, of cleaning your house is going to look vastly different than mine. We're at mm -hmm. home homeschooling all day, potsing around, filming here doing a meeting there, doing more school right. here, running out to do a farm tour here. It's it's really sloppy. It's all smeared. Oh, yeah. So I ha I did. I either was going to have to ship my family out of the house for 10 hours all in a row mm -hmm. to get the house cleaned at one time, or I was going to have to adapt. And I think what can happen is we try to approach something like this with a one size fits all. 
Okay, well, mm-hmm. here's how Martha Stewart says I should clean my house. And here, here's how many times a, a year I'm supposed to take down my curtains and wash them. Or here's how I'm supposed to mop my floors or whatever it may be. It's more nuanced than that. Unfortunately, there is not a formula. There's not a calendar that I can give you. Like, here's how you should maintain your home because it's really specific. I think part of why I don't feel like I'm drowning like I used to is because we have completed a lot of the construction projects that plagued this house for seven years. I'm sorry. I didn't say that to you. I just like, I'm at this spot right now where I cannot imagine the house being done. I can't imagine the mental space and the, the calendar space of just like being in a home that's done. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. It's been five plus years and like, can we be done now? Right. I don't mind the occasional, oh, maybe we should paint paint right. this color, whatever. But just the, <laughs> you know, the house plant in front of the baseboard that's not attached, like so over it. Yep. So over it. But that's just like getting a clean house. Like there's no way I can just pause our life and finish it it just is what it is one project at a time like cleaning the house one project at a time there's you can't just push pause on reality and get life in order you know Mm -hmm. can't just got to keep going i think it's also important to note that a clean house is really important especially for people like you and i who are really aesthetically motivated organization Mm -hmm. and order in the home it plants seeds of creativity and inspiration and joy and it really creates an atmosphere that we strive for here in our home Mm -hmm. there's this peace that comes with it it frees up time for us to be able to do stuff as a family like there's a lot of good fruit that comes from it but i've also had to let go of my own personal tendencies, keep them in check because, you know, like when my kids fight over like a toy and mm-hmm. and they'll bicker and they'll pick at each other. And sometimes I get really bold and I remind them, hey, Christ didn't die for your stuffed animal. But he did yeah. die for your sister. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's more important here? That you get your stuffy that you want or that you win this conversation or that you show your sister some grace and you cover things over with love and you work it out with respect and, you know, all these kind of traits that we're trying to foster in our children. Right. We have to foster the same things in our house. So it's like we always talk about checking your heart posture. A clean house mm-hmm. is a good thing and it and it grows great fruit for us as homemakers, but it's not the most but. important <laughs> thing. Right. It's not the most important thing. And I love a clean house as much as the next person. I delight in it. Yeah. But it is not the most important thing. So if you're in a season of a particular trial with this right now, you know, I know we've heard from like military people who have to move around. We've heard from people in really crappy rental situations You know, we've heard from people who are living in basements of in-laws or parents or siblings or, you know, people who just have like a little small room that they're renting out. It's like 
we have listeners from so many different situations and this is going to look a little bit different for each of them. Yep. Just important oh, for to sure. remember. I mean, we've got big families, small families, disabled children. Mm-hmm. I mean, all sorts of, yeah, situations. Right. Um, definitely for me when it's, you know, my personality is that if it's orderly, I can think more clearly. Um, sometimes I wish that wasn't the case. I wish I wasn't so visually uh, soothed. <laughs> I know. Or, or disheveled, as yeah. it were. So we had a, like some surprise company for dinner last night. And I literally, mm-hmm. when this happens, when I get frazzled, I have to take my braces out. Like I wear Invisalign plastic. I like, I can't think with them in. <laughs> it's like turning the music down when you can't see something when you're driving. You know? Oh, no, that's what I was. Tr- I was thinking I go there's I was thinking in my mind, there's a driving analogy. There's something <laughs> I was like, Let yeah, me take there's my a driving out, thing. Then I'll, then I'll be able to think about what I'm going to make for dinner. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's how I'm with my tennis shoes. I got to put my tennis shoes yeah. on. I can't think I can't function. <laughs> can't put my thoughts together in the morning unless my tennis shoes are on. <laughs> um, so how do you have your how do you have your cleaning broken up? spread out amongst the participants of your household how Mm -hmm. do you do it right now give people an overview um well i don't really have i do not have a set schedule i do things as needed and when my um pockets of time open up uh the one so you know there's the the rule i just try with everything in me to go to bed with the kitchen just spotless i just I love it. Uh, typically, after dinner, so we have a, um, we don't have a dishwasher. We have a piece of paper taped to the wall next to the sink so the kids can keep track of whose turn it is to do dishes. Three of them do dishes. One of them puts it away. So those three rotate, and then the younger one puts them away. And we have to have the piece of paper or else the bickering is unbearable. And it's pretty fun, like Baroness Von Somebody did the dishes last night. I mean, the names they enter there are quite amusing. Um, But that really, that did really help just keep things uh, moving. Sometimes somebody will be at a friend's house and I'll not want to look at them. So like today, for example, I just burned through all of them. Just get them done. Get all the steel cut oatmeal and the old pasta out of the strainer. I just want the sink clean and ready for for mealtime but that's how the dishes get done the kitchen gets done every night um they clear the table they wipe the table they broom I vacuum I do the countertops for the most part because people don't do them the way I want them done and then I clean Luga my stove because I am obsessed with keeping her clean and then after after they're done um then I kind of go in and just, that's when I light the candle and make sure there's fresh towels out and make it look pretty because I'm the first one to come in in the morning. So that's nice for me to just have the clean kitchen in the morning and the clean kitchen at night. The bathrooms I do uh, as needed as far as just what I'll take, you know, if there's a washcloth that people have washed their face with twice laying over the tub, for example, when I walk in and there's a toothpaste goober on the sink, I just grab that washcloth, wipe it take it and go put it in a load of laundry so I'm always wiping stuff down 
constantly wiping stuff down. And then once or twice a week, I clean the bathrooms. Um, I I didn't used to clean toilets. That was my husband's job. And once, like cheesy as it is, a couple years ago, I found a toilet cleaner that I really liked. I'm like, well, shoot, these things are going to be sparkling all the time. So that's my jam. And I'm really proud of it. I used to just think like, I don't want to do that. I do enough. I had a bad attitude. I was like, I do enough. He can clean the toilets. And, you know, he's a busy guy. They weren't done always the way I wanted them done. And now I just do them. And now they're clean. And it's like a pride thing for me. It's so weird. It's like this immaturity slash paradigm shift. Now now I'm in charge of toilets and they look fabulous. Mm -hmm. Um, I do... Yeah, the bedroom, we have two bedrooms under construction right now, so I can't even talk about my room because it's just awful. But like once a week, I'll do the thing with the Swiffer and I'll clean the house plants, and that's when I water them and take care of them. And then the one thing I absolutely do every week is Sunday night when everybody's sort of just like sitting around reading Calvin and Hobbes or sitting in front of the fire, kind of scrolling their phone or whatever, I clean. And I give everything a wipe down. I vacuum. If a floor needs to be washed, I wash it. But I kind of do that kitchen routine on the first floor. And I clean the stairs because my stairs are dark blue and they have House of Tokamon rugs on them and they get dusty. So I swiffer them. I wipe them down with a damp cloth. I vacuum them. That's a daughter that's out calling me. Sorry about that. Um, and that's my Sunday night routine, so I can just wake up with the whole first floor, like a nice fresh palette for Monday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I like, I'm just, I just am always sort of doing it. Those stairs I probably do a few times a week. I've been known if I know I have to go upstairs for something and I've seen that the stairs are dirty all day on my way, I'll grab a paper towel, get it a little damp and clean up all the edges of the stairs on my way up. I'm just always doing. And that... I think what I used to do probably is procrastinate and wait. And just then there were so many things to do all at once. And it's much easier to just clean your stairs as you go. You're going up there anyways, you know, and then they're almost always clean until they're filthy. So I didn't used to always be doing. Now I'm always doing. And maybe it sounds miserable. It's actually not. It's very enjoyable. It's like putzing and it looks nice. My house looks a lot nicer than it used to. And I'm actually really proud because, dang it, there's a lot going on here. There's six kids and I did not used to be this diligent. So, yes, things can improve. Things can change. And probably just like yours, it's a culmination of kids getting older and, and me doing things differently. So, I think you hit on a really important point there. If you're listening to this and you think, well, whatever I'm doing is not working. <laughs> if you're constantly <clears throat> behind the eight ball in terms of house cleaning, then probably what you're what you're doing is not working, right? So like you said, I remember my house getting like this because I had a house cleaning day, which was Thursday. Mm-hmm. So guess what? On Wednesday, because I knew that Thursday was house cleaning day, it was really bad. Hmm. And that all clean at once on Thursday was not worth 
uh, it being really not super nice on Monday and then a little worse on Tuesday and then really bad on Wednesday. So that's over half the time that it really didn't look nice at all. Right. Um, because right. of that anticipation towards that one full day of cleaning, everything looks perfect all at once for 12 and a half minutes until someone makes a cheese sandwich and then it's all over. Mm-hmm. So for me, the greatest thing for cleaning has been um, letting go of this idea that it's a one and done and spreading it out. Like you said, always doing, because Mm -hmm. if I anticipate, for example, just quick vacuum of my kitchen floor every day, it sees so much use every day. It makes sense that it has to be vacuumed. Takes five minutes, Mm -hmm. not a huge deal. Right. But then I don't just stare at crumbs on the floor being like, oh, I can't wait till Thursday when I have the time to do this. (laughs) Right. And then also, by the way, It's exhausting to do a house at one time. We have a small house. There is no way I could could do this thing top to bottom in a day. I could not. Well, I could never do this house in one day, ever. Everything would have to be put away and everyone would have to leave and I would not have time to make food. Like It would literally (laughs) have to be everything in order, no one around. Yeah. And then I probably could do it. But that would take... You'd That's be why exhausted. I, there's no way I could hire. I couldn't even hire a housekeeper. It's not. It's a three-story house. It's just a. We just found this big old house that nobody else wanted, and it's too big for that. You can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have that kind of life. Yeah, yeah. Well, most no people way. don't, though. Most yeah. people don't have an entire day of their life that they can dedicate towards cleaning their house every week. So, if yeah. my goal is to have a house that feels blessed and cared for and nice the steps for working backward like what i need to implement now to to hit that goal Mm -hmm. what would those be always do like one of the things you said was just like you're kind of always doing you're not waiting for a moment to do it right it really it's so much I mean, I could never prove this, but it feels like it saves time. It's no sweat off me to go get get my Swiffer stick and dust the sides of the stairs and wipe them down. It takes three minutes. And then they look nice. And it's just one less thing for me to think about. I could not stare at that all week waiting for cleaning day. Yeah. You know? Um. Tell me your what was your question again? Because <laughs> I no, I'm serious. Like I know you said working backwards. Yeah, but what from... would those steps be? So, for me, if the, I don't know if this is helpful to anyone else or not, but like for me, just okay. I do schedule mine and I break it up. So mm-hmm. Mondays are a living room, Tuesdays are bathroom and our master bedroom, Wednesdays are the office and the dining room, and that means like mm-hmm. dusting, mopping the floors making sure everything's put away, taking, I water all the plants that are in that room. So like, I literally, I don't go, this isn't like my plant day or this isn't mm-hmm. floor day. I It's like a room. So then you do get the satisfaction yeah. of like, hey, my living room looks really nice and it's all clean all at one time. The rest of the house isn't, <laughs> that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, office and dining room are Wednesday. Kitchen is Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then then it's ready for the weekend. And then Friday I can do just like the little whirlwind 
Everything's been cleaned. It usually needs to be picked up a couple times a day, but it's been cleaned. So mm-hmm. that's how I break mine up. Okay. For me, uh, what I would do or what what I've done is I, I decide what hurts the most. Like what causes the most disruption to me as a homemaker or to my or the flow of my family? So I have noticed over the years that for me, the behind the scenes things really affect the exterior. So by that, yes. I mean, preach it. It is very important for me to keep my boot room in order. That room could look like holy hell so fast, pardon me, uh, you know, because there's a church pew in there and that's where the food gets set that people are too lazy to walk all the way to the cooler. Uh, if you're new to the show, I don't have a refrigerator in my kitchen. I have a cooler like 20 feet away. Uh, so, you know, people don't like to take that little mm-hmm. march to put things away. Uh, that's where the cat litter box is. And he's a booger and he's always just spraying cat litter everywhere. That's where the farm boot trays are. So there's muddy boots and they get taken off and sometimes they don't get put on the tray. And everybody, you know, there's it's winter. So there's just coats and gloves and paraphernalia and that's where the sink is where we wash the dishes and that's where the Berkey is and it needs to get filled up and people leave coffee cups on top of the Berkey you know like that room can go south it like in two hours just bad and so that's also where people come into our home that's where we welcome people into our home and because it's where the water gets cleaned and the dishes get washed and the cat gets taken care of, and the coats need to be hung up so they can dry, so they're you can wear them out in the snow again. And it's where the garbage can is. Like all those things, like affect then the interior because if that room isn't in order, then garbage starts to pile up in the kitchen, or then the dishes. There's nowhere to put the dishes after a meal, you know. So that it's the behind the scenes thing, whether it's my drawers in the kitchen or the boot room or the coat closet. Those things, when they go south, they cause a lot of pain for the family. So for me, if I was working backwards, I would decide uh, what causes the most disruption to to us functioning as a family, to our house flowing smooth. Because I've got a living room that basically the only thing that happens in there is we put a puzzle together and piano lessons get practiced. If that gets dusty, it doesn't really matter. I don't like it, but it doesn't cause any disruption to the flow. People can still do their homework. The meals still happen, etc. So for me, it's like the, the behind the scenes stuff or those real utilitarian rooms, like keeping those in ship shape really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And the bugger is because those ones get dirty the most, you clean them the most and you get tired of cleaning them the fastest. And I'll tell you, it's more fun to water my plants in my living room and like fluff the pillows and vacuum the floor than it is to clean my kitchen again. For sure. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. I'm like a, a I'm like a, um, yeah, but I'm a nerd about that. I got to do the hard stuff first or else I, it haunts, it haunts me then (laughs) when I'm playing with my house plants, then the boot room's like, hey, over here. (laughs) Dying on the dying here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think if you're in a, if you're. I mean, I don't want to be dogmatic, but I think working backwards from that point, like what what makes the most sense for you and your family? What rooms need to be clean? Mm-hmm. So that so that life can carry on. Um, this isn't super cleaning related, but 
in the okay. vein of being behind the scenes. Okay, I'm gonna put my feet up. There on the is. Desk. I'm like keeping behind the scenes. Back to back to my chair. <laughs> there is something to be said for the way that you feel in your house and the way that even a clean house feels when, for example, you open your hall closet and your towels are just kind of clean and folded and put away and they have a spot or your medicine cabinet mm-hmm. is stocked and it's all in one area or mm-hmm. you have the shampoo bottles full and they're in the shower where they should be and you know you've Mm -hmm. got a replacement soap for when the hand soap is empty like there's this behind the scenes stuff that makes it really fun and like i don't think we should skip over that because no listen call me old-fashioned but like when i'm cleaning my bathroom on tuesday and i water my plants Uh and i mop the floor if i have like a new bar of soap to put out and I'm like, I have one. I have a stash. Here it is. I'll grab it. Yeah. Put it out. That's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we can spend, I did this for years. I spent so much time with like surface cleaning and not nearly enough time with subsurface issues that would boil up over mm-hmm. and that's what I'm talking into. about. The cleaning of that. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, like right now, my drawers, my six kitchen drawers, four of them are really bad. And it's little helpers that put dishes away and, you know, right. whatever. That's just how it goes. That's how it goes when you're training kids. Uh, but it's starting to boil over. <laughs> like the stuff is getting set on the floor, <laughs> you know, or... We go to make a casserole. Where's the crusade casserole dish? Mm-hmm. Where is it, guys? It's 9 by 13. How can it be missing? You know, like that kind of a thing. Where's my balloon whisk for my yeah. mixer? Come on. It's huge. Where is it? Yeah. Like, so it's those things that they do. They boil over and then they disrupt your day. Mm-hmm. And and actually, it's easier to keep my kitchen clean when the drawers are in order because then there's freaking place to put something you know when they're just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think that's what just colanders like upside down and the you amount know? of energy you actually have to put into <laughs> sorting that kind of stuff out like it's shocking. it's amazing and it's just that's ch- that's raising children though i mean like that's i no, know I my mean, mom not even necessarily puts with the kids yeah you, Not even necessarily you didn't with, mean kids. with kids. I mean, I just mean like. But the undoing that oh, children yeah. do, you know, like, like they just. When my mom puts her colander away, it's there when she opens the drawer the next time. Right. <laughs> it's not out in the yard to pan for gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I just saw my broom. Could not find my broom. I randomly am looking outside watching this bird in the tree and I looked out at my frozen pond. That's where mine is. <laughs> Broom is on the pond. That's where mine is so they can ice skate. <laughs> it's so true. I could take the camera right now and it's just laying out next to the pond. Bright blue. Okay. There we go. <laughs> why didn't I think of that? Of course. Why didn't I, I think that, of that? I knew what you were going to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I did the other day. Uh, did I... Have I talked about this on the show? I or was it on a phone call? Okay, I remember my grandma taking 
duct tape and like reversing it around her hand and cleaning her vacuum cleaner off. <laughs> and so I, after Christmas, like went to town on my vacuum cleaner and I, I had uh, the icicles, you know, the tinsel. Sure. And obviously I got like a lot of people with long, thick hair in this house and that beater bar or whatever it's called just takes a, a beating. <laughs> and so I like took scissors. the scissors and the tweezers and I'm like pulling stuff out and forcing it around, trying to get these just strands of chaos out. And I just have been noticing that my vacuum cleaner's just not been working well, like just making me angry because I'd go over it and it would spit it, spit, it would spit it. Yeah. And I, I have a shark and I loved it when I first bought it. And I really want to love my vacuum cleaner. And so finally the other day, I was like, dog on it. What is wrong with this piece of crap? I just start ripping it apart. I take the tube and I hold it up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't see anything. <laughs> you know, like somebody get me. We don't have wire hangers. I'm like, somebody find me a tension rod or something that I can stick down in this thing. And I can't even budge it. Like, no wonder. It's spitting things. I'm cramming, cramming, cramming this mountain of dust and hair and Lego heads comes out. Just like a mountain. So I put it back together, turn it back on. It's still spitting. So then, you know, like the hose is like an accordion down at the bottom by the the head of the thing. And I kind of tilt it and I try to look through it to see if I can see through the beater bar to daylight. I can't see any daylight. So I'm in there with tweezers and I'm pulling, I'm pulling another mountain. Finally, through every apparatus on the vacuum cleaner, I can see daylight. I put it back together, just cleans like a boss. And I'm so happy. <laughs> so now I know when the thing starts acting like a turd, I take it apart and I make mm -hmm. sure it's not clogged up. I know that sounds so simple. Everybody's probably thinking, duh. But I didn't. <laughs> I was so focused on cleaning the filter out. I empty it every time I use it. And then I take the little foam and I hot soap and water it so it's not all gross. And I put essential oils on it so it smells good when I use it. But I just had never cleaned out all the tubes. So <laughs> now it works wonderfully. So if you guys remember a few episodes ago, I shared with you guys about my iron. Okay. Yeah. Well... Just in case you happen to be in the market for a vacuum, I have one for you. Because okay. everyone was like, when I asked my Instagram audience, I was like, what vacuum do I get? Because I kill a vacuum every five or six months. Oh, my god! I kill it. And they're like, get a shark, get a shark. I was like, I kill sharks. I kill sharks. I kill all all everything you can buy at Lowe's. Why? You just you treat it like a shop vac or what? Well, at one point I actually brought my shop vac in and like pre-shop vacked my house and then used the vacuum. It I will tell you this. When I had all small children, I had a shop vac. Yeah. I just gave up on vacuum cleaners. I said, Joel, <laughs> I'm going to Home Depot and I'm getting a girl a girly sized shop vac. And I had it. His name was R2D2 and that's, That's what, what I named him. Yeah. And and it was the best because I could just suck the scrambled eggs <laughs> off the floor, not feel bad about it. I just got a shop vac. I'm like, <laughs> forget it. Scrambled eggs. That's what I had. People after me, I'm like, no, this thing works, man. I can clean up vomit. I can clean up anything Sick. I want with this thing. And <laughs> it was awesome. I would if <sighs> I had small disgusting. kids again, I would I would do that. I would get a shop vac. 
Well, that's not what I use now. They're cheap, but okay. <laughs> I finally invested a couple of years ago in a SIBO. Have you ever heard of SIBOs? S-E-B-O? No. No, I feel like a trader using a shark. Like I come from a hardcore Electrolux family. So all my, my grandma, my aunts, my mom, everybody uses Electrolux. SIBO? SIBO. No. Okay. Yeah, uh, love it. It's the pride and joy of my cleaning arsenal because I am a vacuumer. I delight in vacuuming. And is it like big? I I hate heavy vacuums. No. Heavy vacuums make me really. There's I, very I don't few like compartments. That. There's there's not like the ninety degree angles okay. in the hose. I mean, this is this is German made. They know what they're oh, doing. Oh, of course it is. Isn't that what your dryer is? Speed Queen. No. Oh, I thought you had a German dryer. Nope. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, check it out. I get asked for vacuum recommendations a lot, actually. So, okay. SIBO. It's not big and clunky because, no. like, those Dysons with those canisters. No, and that this huge, thing is so I can't sexy. Stand you those big see it. upright things. It's got things. these like bags Ooh. in it, and you get done, <laughs> and you just open it, and you lift the bag out and plug the pre-done mm-hmm. little flap for you, and you just. It's like I actually did mine yesterday. I was like, it's like a little baby. It's like a oh my gosh, bag a dust baby. <laughs> And then you have to buy the bags. You do have to buy the bags. Yep. So yeah, if I did that, I'd have to buy like a year's worth because nothing ticks me off like not having a vacuum cleaner bag. Oh, sure. No, you got to have the vacuum cleaner bag. I'm I'm not saying it's the cheapest option, but I have used every vacuum from here to kingdom come and it's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Hands down. I love it. I like wash it and delight in it. (laughs) What color is it? It's gray. I'll send you a picture of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I want to okay. see it. I will. When you um, when you clean your kitchen, are you uh-huh. like a, are you like a top down? Are you like around? Like, what's your technique for actually cleaning? So I know you're a big swiffer. Yeah. I'm a swiffer. Yeah. Okay. What else? Uh, I I'm emphatic about top-down cleaning like is there another way yeah. i'm an around the world <laughs> okay. cleaner but from the top like i have my bakery cabinet so i have to get the dust and the papers and the receipts off the bakery cabinet that's up high okay and then next comes the countertops sure. i can't stand it everybody's gonna think i'm a nasty person <laughs> at the end of this show because i am i You're am not particular nasty. you are opinionated though <laughs> I am opinionated. I cannot stand it when someone starts brooming or vacuuming before the dusting. Like in a room, if they dust before vacuuming, I'm like, are you mad? And I cannot stand it when they dust or when they vacuum or sweep before countertops are wiped off or the stovetop is clean. It makes me crazy. I mean, so that's why it's, I'm like a top well, down. What if like somebody's it, just starting out? That's what we're telling them, ladies. Okay. Start up top. Right. Work your way down. Way down. Because that way when you... Because it's the worst. Right, when you, if you, if you do the floor first yeah. and then you're like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do the countertops. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And like just little things like be really good about closing the drawers before you wipe the countertops off because that is a great way to keep your drawers cleaner inside for longer. Mm-hmm. Then flour doesn't get that in them, and rice mm-hmm. and crumbs. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Just make sure the drawers are closed. Like just little simple things like that. Close Sometimes doors. when I make a big mess with flour and I bake a lot with flour. In fact, I have an mm-hmm. einkorn workshop and I'm like, what's the point of even cleaning my kitchen before we mess with flour for four hours? Right. <laughs> I get out my so vacuum. So what do you do? And I like, I vacuum up the flour instead of trying to sweep it. Do you know what I mean? You vacuum your countertops? Yeah. <laughs> my house. Not with, oh wait, heck yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm like I'm like the master. I've got the dough and scraper. The dough scraper. The, the dough scraper is a trick that everyone should know. They're $7 or something. They're not expensive. But if you, you got to have the whole boards, inventory up them. Like, yeah. What do you mean you have to have a whole inventory? I only have one. Well, you got to have the metal one. You got to have the metal yeah. one. You got to have the plastic one. Why? And you got to have those little ones to clean out the bowls. What? I love those things. They're so sexy. Ta- oh, the I bowl actually scrapers. was wondering... I, yeah, see, I, I was wondering if you even lid. had those. No, 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 no. You got it. Do you have one? Uh-uh. I'm going to send you one. Please do. Because I, I, I was thinking about you the other day, and I thought, I wonder if I can one-up Shay on something in the kitchen. <laughs> I've never heard her talk about these before. I wonder if I could rock her world and send her one. It's the They're the best. Okay. When, so when I taught at the cooking school last two years ago or whatever in town, she introduced me to them and it's like a miniature dough scraper only a little bit stiffer they're magic yeah they're magic yeah Mm -hmm. all right i accept your offer okay yeah i so i do do top down i also always just start with like a wet rag then I have a spray cleaner like Branch Basics is perfect because you can just mm-hmm, refill mm-hmm. them. So it, it, the idea is you have just one bottle of cleaner. You dilute them at different ratios for the bathroom, for the kitchen, whatever. It makes it really easy for me to keep track of because I really dislike throwing away plastic bottles and always having to mm-hmm. buy cleaners. Really bothers me. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Hey listeners, this is Angela. You've heard me share with you how you can become your very best home decorator by joining my design society at oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. But what about your vacations? What about a getaway with that old world flair? Right where I live in beautiful Door County, the Martha's Vineyard of the Midwest, right on the shores of Lake Michigan. 
It's time to reserve my charming English cottage for your next vacation. Book a nice cozy winter retreat now with off-season rates or schedule your family vacation for this summer and enjoy our pristine beaches, quaint antique towns, and vineyards. The cottage is dressed in English country flair, but it's very family-friendly, sleeps six, and is just moments away from the lake. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash cottage to book your next getaway today. Homemaker Chic listeners, we are so excited to tell you about a great seed company that we recently discovered, Survival Garden Seeds. This is a family business created by two brothers. All their seeds are heirloom, open-pollinated varieties and are guaranteed to grow. These are tried and true varieties. They carry hundreds of interesting varieties, but I'm most excited about the three big garden collections, which have either 30, 50, or 100 varieties included. It's a huge selection of herbs, all different kinds of vegetables, and even a few flowers for beauty and pollinators. They come in sturdy packaging that is perfect for storing seeds long-term. All their packets have seed-saving instructions included, which allow you to save seed for the following year and have a perpetual harvest. The best part is that these collections are priced at just under a dollar a packet, which is amazing. So use the link below this episode to shop Survival Garden Seeds or go to survivalgardenseeds.com. Homemaker Chic listeners can use the code HOMEMAKERGARDEN to get an additional 10% off those huge collections of 30, 50, or 100 packs. My mom was over the other day because I keep them in a copper tray on my copper sink because it covers the two holes in the sink that don't have a faucet. <laughs> my mom's like, what is this? I'm like, mom, you got to get this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I gave her my dishwasher tabs because I got dishwasher tabs with my kit. I don't have a dishwasher. And I'm like, every time you go to Target to buy cleaning products, it's a billion dollars. They're so expensive. And they're just, and they're gone like that. So I, I'm like, mom, look, you need one drop. Mm-hmm. for this one and two drops for this one it's gonna last me forever mm-hmm. i love I also it. love how it suds i like i have this mm-hmm. thing about sudsing cleaners it bothers me when things don't sud like natural like shampoo, natural like, shampoo. Come on, could like, i just get a lather all that happens is i end Please. up using half the bottle striving for a sensation i'll never get <laughs> yes <laughs> It's so true. Like, well, <laughs> that doesn't pan out <laughs> economically. So true. <laughs> yeah. um, my other big, really the only other cleaner that I keep on hand is Barkeeper's Friend. Barkeeper's Friend. Yeah. Barkeeper's Friend. I took on ice to the pig yesterday for an errand. And I said, I'm training her, man. I said, Mama needs Barkeeper's Friend. Can you find it? Mm-hmm. She's like, there it is. I keep a stash of it in my laundry room. I can't run out of it. It's what I use to like clean the stain out of, you know, we have a white cast iron sink in our kitchen. It's what I use to clean my bathtubs. It's what I use to clean my copper. It's what I use to clean my glasses to get like any kind of water stain or that sort of an issue off of stuff. Those are it. I just carry around a little basket. When I go to clean a room, I have a basket under my kitchen sink that I pull out. It's got my spray okay. cleaners in it. It's got a uh, steel wool pad. It's got some rubber gloves that I wear when I clean. It's got mm. Barkeeper's Friend. It's got a magic, uh, Mr. Mr. Clean, Clean magic eraser. Thank Heck you. Heck yeah. 
Yeah. And it's got a stack. I love the new box. Um, The new box at Costco has like the bathroom version, the kitchen version. They have like heavy, like different strengths. Hmm. I didn't even know it came in different strengths. I love those things. Yeah. 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 If you need just like Mm -hmm. a little bit of motivation to get off the starting line, ladies, make you a cute (laughs) little cleaning basket. Right. That's fun. Mine's just an old wire basket. I should probably clean it out, actually. But (laughs) it's fun to grab it and be like, I am prepared for the job. Here are my tools. That doesn't mean they need to be expensive or or, you you know, you need to have a ton of anything. That's literally I keep a thing of dish soap in there, too, because sometimes you just need like a hot bucket of dish soap and a clean sponge walls the th- i call it the three and down so it's like where your little kids like the three foot boogers yeah saliva oh, you can just see it dirty hands and then <laughs> one of the kids pointed to a mark i try to keep the casings really clean and the light switches and everything but uh the other day i noticed the cat mm-hmm. you know from like Rubbing up against the doorway, there's like a gray streak <laughs> at cat level on either side of the kitchen door. I thought, oh, game on. Yep. I guess that's life. That's guys. next on my list. Cats. Yep. I love cats. To me, they're worth, they're so worth their mess. They just bring me so much. But so are children, but cats too. <laughs> <laughs> so are children. Here's something interesting. Okay. This might be controversial. Oh, my gosh. It's never an episode <laughs> without it. I was not arguing, discussing with my friend Amber the other day about gut microbiome and the way that we get, <laughs> you know, the way that we, yeah, what we put into our mouth and how ultimately that affects our gut. And it's what? <laughs> It's just so ironic. Like, that's the ad I just filmed for YouTube right before we sat down for this show. Oh, gut bile? That's just making, that's making me laugh. I did a probiotic. Oh, well, there you go. That one that I really like. Yeah. Very important. Um, We we were talking about cleaning our houses. And I deal with this with people set with sourdough. Because people are like, oh, my sourdough with the starter isn't working for this or this or this reason. And a lot of times, you know, they're cleaning their kitchen counters with Lysol. And I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. You actually have, you can create, this is, this is what might be controversial. You can create a clean environment that's not sterile. Mm. Those are two very different goals. Yeah. Two very different things. I think we, I try in my home, like we have cats. We often have farm, random Mm -hmm. farm animals in here, whether it's like a bottle Mm -hmm. lamb or you know, we've had calves in here before, like things happen. You end up with a rabbit for a season or whatever. Yeah. I've always been really intentional about bringing in creatures because I remember reading mm-hmm. this article somewhere way back in the day. Maybe it was on some blog okay. about how ki- if kids are exposed to animal dander and animal fur when they're really young, they have a much lower chance of developing an allergy to it. Mm hmm. I know that that's not always the case, but it is in some cases. We, we've right. gotten our houses to be so clean. We have these 
really strong cleaning, cleaning products. Um, they're built now almost like hermetically sealed, like nothing's coming in from the outside. Everything's triple filtered. Part of that, mm-hmm. good. Part of that, not good because we cut our systems off from being exposed yeah. to dirt, dander, yeasts, bacterias. A lot of these things that aren't harmful, of course, there are harmful bacterias, Right. But right. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about creating a, a living atmosphere in our home. A living environment. A living environment. No, I, t- I, I totally agree with, I mean, I, yeah, there's a sterile. Like sterile. Said, there's, I know that's really popular today. People want to Lysol the snot out of everything. And that does kind of creep me out because it's so fake. Mm-hmm. I remember we yeah. had breeding um, pigs back in the day. They were huge. They were like 500 pounds. And yeah. Owen loved the pigs. And I remember he was along the fence line and my pig, Ginny, came up next to him. And he was, oh, my gosh, he was probably like four or something at the time. Yeah. And I just see him and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And he leans his head over to Ginny, puts his tongue out, and then walks along her body and he licks her like the length of her body. <laughs> I remember saying to Stu, either he's going to be ill. And Fully inoculated. We will have to take him to the emergency room. Or right. he's going to be just fine. Or he's going to be really He's going to be just fine. Right. It's, um, yeah. I don't want to make that choice for anybody else. I make it for our family. I don't bring yeah. in harsh cleaners. Um, I do bleach my white clothes on occasion. Um, the only other time I really ever use bleach ever is if there is a really stubborn stain in my sink that barkeeper's friend mm. won't get out. Then I'll spot clean it with a little bit of, ble- of bleach. But, you know, I don't clean with anything with ammonia or or mm-hmm. bleach or anything like that intentionally. I clean my light switches. Mm-hmm. I don't Lysol them. Right. There's a difference. And again, this is your decision you get to make. You're the homemaker. Mm-hmm. But it's something worth considering that you can actually really, it can be a point of health for your family to clean your home in a way that doesn't nuke anything that's living out of it. Because our bodies Yeah, need I that. think if it's, it's true. I mean- yeah, I don't make my kids bathe every day just for that reason. I just feel like they sh- the oils on their skin should be allowed to build up a little. There's just something that creeps me out about just like stripping all of that away every day. Um, they're not filthy, but I don't, it's not like a everybody run through the tub mm-hmm. at the end of every mm-hmm. day. If they're gross, obviously. But but I do think that if if like what Shay just said is intriguing, then I would research that. I I was first turned on to that by um, my friend Francesca in Italy. Do you remember her? She wrote for the magazine. She used to be a blogger back when we all started. Mm-mm. She might still blog. But she wrote an article about wood and how it's like self-cleaning and just that she, divorcing yourself from the this idea that you have to lice all your cutting boards and that it's wood in itself is antibacterial it it protects itself she 
this is a long, long time ago, so I'm not going to be saying it verbatim by any stretch of the means. But I, the point is that that's, that article that she wrote turned me on to this thinking about living things in your kitchen and not just getting rid of all of that. So, so I, this was where my conversation with Amber ended up going because she's like, please tell me okay. you're not one of those people who cuts meat on wood. I was like, dang right I, sure I do. do. And she's like, like sure a separate do. one. Yeah. I'm like, no, Amber. No. <laughs> Guess what? We're still alive. Like, how yeah. can that be? But here's what I've realized mm-hmm. about that as this conversation went on with her is like, this is a retraining. Okay. We have actually lost the skills. So I wouldn't very confidently say to somebody, hey, go buy your Tyson chicken at the grocery store, cut it up on a wood cutting board, and then don't worry about it. And just cut your vegetables on the same board. Who cares? And you'll be fine. No. I wouldn't say that because there's <laughs> not what you're saying. There's actually <laughs> a skill that people have lost. So yeah. the perfect example of this that I've thought of is cast iron. Okay. OK, cast iron is very safe. There's no Teflon. There's nothing to slough off. It's been used forever. Right. Um, but there is an actual skill with knowing how to use cast iron, how much fat to add, how to heat it up before you add the fat mm-hmm. so that it becomes nonstick. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how well seasoned your cast iron is, is if you throw cold eggs into a cold pan, they will stick. Stick like but, crazy. But like, yeah. People have lost yeah. that ability. Mm-hmm. We've taken it away from them. So now, 15 years into my homemaking, cooking our own meat, cutting our own meat, growing our own vegetables that, guess what? I don't wash. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I feel very comfortable in my kitchen doing things in that certain way. But I also, it bumps me out because I can't explain to people like you're freaking out over things that don't need to be freaked out about. So here's a, here's another example. I made like a steak tartare. Mm-hmm. I'm totally comfortable in doing that because of the meat that we eat, where it comes from, how it's handled, how I prepare it in my kitchen how I trust my senses to be able to smell it, to see it, to touch it, to know what healthy meat mm-hmm. looks like. So I don't have a problem re- eating steak tartare, which is a raw mm-hmm. meat. Yeah, I don't care for it. It's very popular right. in France. But you also very can't say popular. to every restaurant. Yeah. Every like, restaurant. Um, yeah. oh, what's the Italian one where they pound it out? I did that for my cooking community really, really recently. Mm. Anyway. Okay. That is just knowledge. This is this is a possibility. I feel comfortable doing it. You can't say to people, hey, raw meat is safe to eat because then those people will go and eat raw hamburger. Not safe. Let me tell you why. Because raw meat, when you grind it up, is exposed to oxygen. And once things are exposed to oxygen, they're able to take things in from the air. Oxidize. Yeah, it's (laughs) that is where it contracts things from. So like the inside of a steak. You can eat this rare. It's never been exposed to air. So unless the steak is actually off, which you should know by its smell before you cook it, mm-hmm. you're going to be mm-hmm. fine. Something like E. coli can live in hamburger. You're never going to know it. It's going to be all mixed into the oxygen soup. But like mm-hmm. these are I don't want to say them. They're common sense thing. They are they're they're a food knowledge, a cl- like a cleanliness, bacterial knowledge that 
our culture doesn't have anymore. No, well, it, it is. It's true. It's lost skill. And if you look at it, it's, you know, and so, so often like replaced with chemicals, Teflon, mm-hmm. no stick pans. I, I quit using no stick pans. I can't even like forever mm-hmm. ago. You know, you, you start learning, you're like, okay, we're done mm-hmm. here. <laughs> what do I need to learn how to mm-hmm. use? Because, and then, and even the cleaning products, we, we brought in this arsenal of, um, I keep wanting to use the word antiseptic. I don't think that's the right word, but you know, s- things that create this super sterile environment. And and we all hear the stories about bugs and everything, viruses, whatnot, getting stronger mm-hmm. because that's what living things mm-hmm. do. They find mm-hmm. a way. Same thing know. with like antibacterial soap. It's like you were talking about your hands no, have a living that. bacteria on that. them. That's good. You don't yeah. want bad bacteria. Yeah. We can wash right. our hands Every, with all soap of that. And, and rid it of bad bacteria without ridding our skin of its pH that keeps it balanced and actually keeps us right. healthy. Yeah, there's a whole, I mean, there's a whole lot that can be learned about this. Even we don't use peroxide because peroxide, while it does clean wounds out, it also gets rid of good things. We don't mm-hmm. use neosporin because neosporin, while it does have antibacterial qualities, also gets rid of good bacteria. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll use rose oil before I'll use neosporin. So there's, yeah, there's definitely old ways that have lost. been that have been lost in in this world of cleaning mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is interesting. That really, I guess, that yeah, raw meat doesn't really tie into cleaning too much, but <laughs> no, but that I bet a lot of people didn't know that about the. Um, in fact, I always wondered about like what's the difference between a rare hamburger and a rare steak. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't think about the oxygen mm-hmm. factor. That's that's cool. Yeah, somebody told me this about meat years and years ago when I was studying it, and it was really helpful to me. If you raw, uh, sorry, bad meat spells really bad. <laughs> you oh, know when it goes blah, 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 blah. off. Yeah, yeah. You got to use your senses. What does it look like? What does it uh-huh. feel like? What does it smell like? Okay, that will make you sick. The other sort of meat that will make you sick is meat that's contaminated with something like E. coli. Okay, E. coli Mm -hmm. comes from fecal matter, either from the processor of the meat, from potentially the animal. Mm -hmm. E. coli, you don't know if it's there. Right? It doesn't make the meat smell Mm -hmm. bad. So you can cook it off. That's fine. Or Mm -hmm. you got to get your meat from places that aren't going to have E. coli. And so it's it's not super complicated. I think we've just been made to fear raw milk. Same thing. Teeming Mm. with bacteria. Good bacteria. Like really, really beneficial Mm -hmm. bacteria. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you just should drink raw milk without any sort of discretion. Does it smell good? Does mm-hmm. it taste good? Does it look right? Does it come from a clean dairy? What are the handling practices mm-hmm. like? How long has it been sitting in storage? You know, what are the animals oh, that you're taking sure. it from look like? Again, it's just that mm-hmm. nuance. It's not black and white, you guys. It's right. There's a lot of nuance. Yeah. I just always go, I'm. I'm sure it would be easy to mock me, but I go back. I'm just like super simplistic. It's just like I said about having a glass of wine while I was pregnant. Like, look, like everybody in Rome would have been like dropping dead if that was 
so terrible for you. And I think about like Ma Ingalls. She was cutting chicken in her kitchen and she didn't have Lysol. Or plastic. You know, they <laughs> or plastic. And she she didn't have a refrigerator for her eggs. You know, she didn't have a refrigerator for her milk. Mm-hmm. I mean, she might have had a cold spring in the cellar, but it's still all these people. I know people died. People got sick. I know we have modern advancements, but there's a lot of things that we don't do today out of just like this it's fear, fear that we've bought mm-hmm. into. It's this fear. And I like I don't I don't really care mm-hmm. for it myself. But if you start thinking about the way people did things and it was just common practice and people weren't just dying of salmonella every Friday night after mom made fried chicken, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, something's mm-hmm. there. <laughs> it's just sort of like the backlash you got when you taught people how to make jam by flipping oh, the jar people don't like that in Woo! america <laughs> no they don't <laughs> so, it's ball jar or some, or yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah yeah obviously you know there's two sides to stories but there's a whole side of of history and skill set yeah. that has been lost in this uh sterile sterile environment we're constantly striving to create it's not natural it's mm-hmm. It's not natural. I remember reading a story about the Mongols, like Genghis Khan and the Mongols and how they would mm-hmm. cut up, mm-hmm. they ate their horses and they drank their blood and they drank their milk. Um, but they okay. would take these pieces of meat and they would put mm-hmm. them between their saddles and the horse. And then they would ride around in the hills all day. And then they would take that meat out at night and eat it raw. They didn't cook it. And I just okay. remember thinking... This was a long time ago. Just remember thinking now, how is that possible? They just like tenderized it with their butt all day. (laughs) (laughs) Butt tenderized horse. It just sounds sweaty and hairy, it would be. Ew, the little horse hairs. (laughs) Yeah, right? Mind you, these are also the people who would like literally cut their horses, drink their blood out, and then, you know, just like seal it up. Like, all right, we'll get some more tomorrow. (laughs) But you know what? I've also never been hungry like that. Right. I probably would have right. done the same thing. So. Right. Uh, uh, speaking of sterile environments, I think this is a great time to um, give Dry Farms a little shout out. <laughs> sterile you want to cue some wine music? What? Talk about natural things. <laughs> natural yeast. Not washing your vegetables. Not washing your, not washing your grapes. I don't know. <laughs> That it's was my true. Segue. You can't that wash your grapes. You need do. those yeasts on the outside if you're going to. You need those yeasts, yeah, baby. Naturally ferment your yeah. wines. You do this. You do this, this bit. This I got you. the wine. You do the bit. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm the bit maker. Okay. <laughs> dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And uh, if you're brand new to Dry Farm Wines, remember that. Or visit us over on Instagram where you can just hit the wine button. <laughs> And uh, you're going to get a bottle for a penny if you've never ordered before. But here's why we think you should do that. Because if anything we've said in like the last 12 minutes hasn't outraged you, (laughs) if it's intrigued you, um, then we invite you to drink Dry Farm because this is biodynamic organic wine. What's really cool is they're naturally yeasted wines. So there's no genetically modified yeast. Anything you take out of your garden... Any fruit you pull off the vine has natural yeast on it, and that's what they're using to create a spontaneous fermentation in small batches from beautiful, small, family-run vineyards all around the world. So Dry Farm isn't the wine. Dry Farm is the importer, if you will. They have relationships and scout out these families, 
and uh, partner with them to bring you and I delicious, no sugar added, no GMO, uh, no Lysol. <laughs> Non-Lysol wines. <laughs> to your, Non-Lysol <laughs> wines to your table. So Shay yes. as a bottle. Um, what is that one? This one it perplexes me a little bit, but I've had it a lot of times okay. now. I always really, really enjoy it. So this is called La Stafa. Right. Yeah, this one. This is oh, a I've white never wine. Had that one. No. It's yeah. from. Uh, uh, let's see. It's from the Marche region of Italy, which is kind of like okay halfway down on the east coast. You can see it there a little bit on the boot okay. if you're watching this. This wine, I don't... It Verdicchio dei Castelli. It doesn't really say what kind of grapes it comes from. It's okay. no... I, I don't recognize any of these words on the back. <laughs> okay? okay? And it's not just because I'm not fluent in Italian. It's because it literally doesn't say. It just says white wine product of Sicily. He, The guy who makes this in this region, he only makes about mm-hmm. 2,500 cases of a year. So it's really small. But what I love about yeah. this wine, this is what I keep coming back to, is it because it's so minerally. And I just have a particular palate for that. It's one of the reasons I love oysters. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like licking the sea. It's why I love beets. You get that like minerally aspect of it. Sure. So I'm going to be making this it. tonight with a really, really simple pasta. So I've been sourcing my mm-hmm. pasta from Sicily, my dried pasta ever since I came back because it was just so freaking good. I was like, this mm-hmm. isn't what pasta tastes like in my world. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? Um, Anyway, so I'm going to make one with just brown butter and parsley and breadcrumbs. So it's going to be a really light, delicious pasta. And we are going to have this minerally chilled white wine on the side. Um, so La Staffa, this is a 2019. A Verdicchio de Castelli, the Jesse, this is a doc wine, Classico Superiore. So if anyone, okay. Dolores probably knows maybe a little bit more about that than I do. You don't have to know it to know it's delicious. So there you go. Um, it's fun yeah. after so many years of drinking dry farms. Like I've actually gotten so much better at picking out Italian wines and French wines in particular. French wines have a much more buttery, rounder taste. The Italians tend to be a lot more minerally, a little bit mm-hmm. sharper. You notice this? Yeah, I noticed the yeah, on the, especially on the Italian mm-hmm. side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Anyway, it's gonna be okay. delicious. That's what's for dinner. Alrighty. What else on cleaning did we not touch that we need to make sure we hit on, or did we hit it all? I think we did pretty okay. good. Um, yeah, it's just it's just the keeping at it, you know. It's yeah. just like you said, you carry a rag around, just like the the door frames around the doorknob. <laughs> I've got French doors everywhere and nobody knows how to use a doorknob. So there's that one window pane that's always just like little adorable paw prints, human paw prints all over it. Um, Just stay the course, ladies. Stay the course. And if you're proud, if you get something done or if you hit a room that you don't normally hit or you maybe bring in a new routine, will you message us over on Instagram or just share a picture so that we can share it to our story over there? I would really love to see this is a 
learning environment. This isn't Shay and Angela have it figured out and we shall now tell you tell you mm-hmm. it like it is. Like we learn from you. Hopefully you learn from us. And that's this whole idea of cultivating this homemaker community where there's not a right or wrong way. We're all just here. Right schlopping it out in our houses and putting our hands to things and working hard and, you know, ultimately just praying that the work of our hands would be blessed, that it would be fruitful. So I'd love it to see some of your spaces over there, to see your cleaning set up, share it with us. Yep. That would be cool. And everybody's need for clean is going to be different. So if you've relaxed your need as your family's needs have changed or you've increased your needs we'd love to hear you know mm-hmm. give a little note on the story about about your cleaning journey too mm-hmm. and um thank you for uh patronizing our sponsors and of course our patreon page you know how to find that and uh we will see you and you will hear us again next week as we are working backwards backwards this whole all right season. cheers ladies see you next monday Alrighty. cheers